wonderful Thursday evening. Uh, I think tomorrow morning I got to get up early because I'm heading out to New Orleans for Fan Expo New Orleans. Yep, 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 yep. I'm going with you. <laughs> I'm expecting a lot of uh, photos, Greg. Okay, a lot of photos because you're my traveling person. I'm going to be backpacking. Okay, so I don't know who's going to have more fun. Okay, just and, throw it out there. And where are you going backpacking? <laughs> um, so I'm doing a practice backpack run in Georgetown, in Texas. Because my husband has this dream that we're going to hike this trail in Hawaii. And that's, you know, only on the top 10 most dangerous trails in the United States. And I've never backpacked in my life. Do I look like a backpacker? Because I'm not. I'm not an outdoorsy person by any means. By any means. So it's going to be a fun, like, three days, two and a half. Because we're going to do 27 miles. Friday, Saturday, and part of Sunday, I guess. So it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know who's going to have more fun, Greg, me or you? Who's going to have more fun? I don't know. Me. <laughs> I hope, I I hope you brought comfortable shoes. Oh, I have my hiking shoes. But at least it's not going to be hot. Like, that's the beauty of it, right? Because everyone knows in Texas, you either sweat your ass off or what's cold to us, you know, like 70 degrees, we're all bundled up in sweaters and stuff, you know, so at least I'm not going to be sweating my ass off. So I just am excited. Well, uh, it's going to get cold on those trails, and you know, it's been down to the 30s at night all week, and you are spending the night out there, right? I know, I know. Yeah, I, have, so, I have a mummy, I have a mummy sleeping bag, supposedly, that's going to uh -huh. get cold. I don't know. I'm telling you, I have no idea. The only thing I know is in my backpack, I'm carrying all the food. That's all I discovered this oh. last night. So, like this is works for me. And within that food is marshmallows. Okay. And okay. marshmallows are on top because those are my thing. So I mean, I'm just saying, I'm set. I don't yeah. know what I don't know about Josh, but I'm set. Anybody want to put money? Anybody <laughs> want to put money that they run out of food? We're not going to run. Oh my! <laughs> no, let me tell you this: this nasty thing is planned. Okay, I I like seafood and everything like that. I do, but yes, tuna mac and cheese plan for dinner. Exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly. That's my face. That's my face. It's gross. I'm not excited tuna. about. It. Mac and Ooh. cheese. Uh-huh. It's like, tuna you know, those uh, those packets of tuna, oh. you know, those things that no one eats. It's that. Okay. Um, uh-uh. I'm just you saying. Please tell me you're not putting the cheese in there. Oh. I can I can understand a a pasta uh -oh. a tuna pasta salad. But it is that because I can't well, because I can't have cheese, right? So he'll make the okay. noodles and mix the tuna in, and then I get that, and then he'll add the cheese for him. <laughs> But okay. I mean, okay. I'm just okay. saying, I just, I, I'm looking forward to the marshmallows and the jerky, okay? Because I've got beef mm -hmm. jerky and for, warmers. for my and warmers. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things. It's going to be a fun little adventure, okay? I'm, it's going to be fun. I'm going to survive. I'm going to survive. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. 26 miles, you guys. 26 miles. Oh my that's, God. That's, that's a marathon. I know. Yeah. I know. And I well, got to carry is, stuff. If yeah. this is the 12th dangerous, maybe he's trying to get even for all those no, times you slapped him. The one in Hawaii is the one that they have like crawler's ledge. So it's like, I don't know, this 
thick of a ledge that goes around one of the mountains in Hawaii mm -hmm. on the wettest island. Okay. Woo! Yeah, we're going to do this. And around this edge is like a straight plummet into the ocean, right? That's why most people have to crawl that. It's called Crawler's Ledge. So, uh, yeah, we're that's only 11 miles, though. But my practice run has turned into this 26-mile trail that makes no sense to me because I only have to do 11. So... <laughs> Whatever. That's that is what it is. That's uh where my where I'm standing. That's why my background so That's why I'm at my mom's. Well, exactly. Yes. That's mm -hmm, my thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, What's that? Mm -hmm. Good thing is when you go to Hawaii is going to be great weather, morning, moon, and night. See, but it's the wettest island. And I've been watching YouTube videos, guys. I gotta get off YouTube videos. Okay. I watched like that experience. And it's all like, well, the weather forecast was perfect. And on our day out, we needed to make our flight and it just poured and we had to hike back in the rain. The rivers were swollen. So we had to go down to the ocean and cross. We missed our flight, all this stuff. And I'm just like, hmm. I don't have the best no. in the world. Okay, I don't. And that would be my luck. So I'm just saying. I lived there and it's not oh, that You bad. lived there. <laughs> you lived there. Is it Kauai? Kala? Hui? I don't know. Kalua? Mishmish. There we go. Yeah, it's Mishmish, but it's, I don't know. It starts with a K, Mishmish. That's all I know. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hand warmers. I but, do. But we are on our first episode for the season. And we have Marcus Malden with us, and I have to say it's great having you with us. We met down at Corpus Christi at Yes, we did New Wave Expo, and that was a fun show. And Wait, definitely great meeting you. That where was I? Because I was there. Where was I? Because I'm always around circling Greg. Like, I'm just, you know, I run around with my head cut off like a chicken. So where was I? Why was I not a part of this whole thing? Oh, you, were probably get, you were probably getting me coffee. I probably <laughs> was. I, I, I become Greg's bitch when we go to coffee. And it's, you know, Amy, hey, I could really do for a coffee. Oh, Amy, this will, sweet old Amy, because I am just a saint. I am an angel, okay? Mm -hmm. Yes, let me go get your coffee. I'm so sorry. Oh, Amy, we need to go interview some vendors. Okay, do you want me to hold the camera? You want me to do the interview? What are we doing? Tell me what's going on. So well, it's, it's a true statement. So I don't know what happened, why I was not, uh, why I wasn't well, there. Well, Greg, she must have taken a long time to get this coffee because I was there with you for at least 10, 15 minutes. We took several pictures. We mm -hmm. talked and we arranged this whole situation of me getting on to do the con hour. And she still has her mouth open. So I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> What were that, you doing? That's cold. That's cold. Okay. You know what? His, okay. He even Greg, signed the banner. Yes, oh he signed the banner. I even signed the banner. Greg, to me, I, I call Greg this, and it is a name that I, I reserve for my husband, but Greg's bled into this name, okay? Uh -oh. Greg's a punk bitch because he probably <laughs> did until I left with my kids and my husband, which was like a couple hours before the show was over, for him to go make friends with you and have you sign the banner because he knew that's what he did. He's mm, no, he's a punk bitch. That's what Greg is because that's what I call him when he makes me mad. 
Hey, 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 Amy, Marcus is coming over. Why don't you go somewhere? <laughs> I, I no longer feel indebted to you for the favor you did this time for me. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna save Greg on this one. I'm gonna save Greg on this one because yes. Greg didn't know I was coming. He didn't know I was coming. No, I did not. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So you have to you're gonna have to blame the the creators of the Con Expo down in Corpus Christi because they came to my table, got me and said, hey, I want you to meet a couple of people. And they took me around and Greg was one of the people that uh, I was destined to meet, which brought me here, which brought us to this conversation. So the, the whole blame is not on Greg. No, I know, I know. Mish, no, Mish, that was fun it though, was that was fun though. That was really yes. fun, I, uh, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, well, Greg. It's Greg's still on my list. He's he's number one on my shit yeah. list, and he he strives to be there. He actually <laughs> likes to be there. He's not like what I have to. I, do I have to admit. I have to admit. I love being on the number one of her shit list. Hey, you got to be number one on something. <laughs> yes. Hey, he likes it, but no. It, to be fair, I know I sound really hard on Greg, but me and Greg always have this like brother sister relationship where i can i can give him a ton of shit so it makes it a lot of fun for me <laughs> and all i have to do is say one word just one, <laughs> just one word <laughs> and she, she'll even say it before i will <laughs> i'm not gonna say it you might as well say it now no that's uh, wrong on so many levels i don't yes. have I, I have a phobia of men and kilts okay and so every Ooh. time greg brings that up and that's this is what happens because i just mm -hmm. i have a phobia about it it's i won't go near them there were a vendor and everyone behind there had kilts and i you can ask greg i walked so fast past that vendor table and i was like i am not doing this interview greg <laughs> No, and I I refused to do it. I made Greg do it when I wasn't there. I could I can't hang. I can't handle it. I just can't. I'm a visual person, and so I'm just. It's kind of like oh my gosh. Like I made a joke one time. Like I'm gonna trip someone that was in a kilt to see what they were wearing underneath, and I didn't think that through when I mentioned it, and then it became this whole thing. And then I was like, oh wait. No, I don't want to do that. And then it, I'm a very visual person. So now I can't unsee those images. And so Greg never lets me forget my phobia of kilts. I got Adam one within five minutes. Someone grabbed his. See, I just know. I, mm -mm, I can't do that. No. Mm. Yeah, no. Oh. So it's um, okay. Uh, I'm done. I'm Greg. Now I have all these visuals. I can't. I, She's done for the day. She is actually done for the day. I can't unsee those. I can't unsee those. Like it's uh, no, it's mm -mm, I'm done. I, I gotta mute myself and pull myself together because uh, <laughs> I can't because all the conversations we've talked about with kilts are coming up, like with you, and you're like, Oh, well, I can stand up and you know have a kilt, and I'm like, Lo, for the love of God, don't do that. Like to warn you about Amy before the show started. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just know not to wear a kilt around her. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Please don't. Just not don't. that I own one or anything like that. I don't have you, I ever I won you, one. But if I'm ever in a situation where I, for some other reason, need to wear one, uh, it's like, okay, is Amy going to be around? Because you know, <laughs> you know, I like it. 
I like that. I like that. Because, no, Amy can't hang. Amy can't handle that. I just, I have, there, it is a true phobia, though. Okay. We, I did yeah. discover that it is an actual phobia, and I definitely diagnosed myself with it. So, Kill all you diagnosed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, did. I did. I was like, you know what? I have this one. I don't like it. I don't like that. No, not today. Not today. Uh-uh. No, nope. can't hang. Can't oh, lordy. Okay, new subject. So how did you guys meet? What's happening? I love that you know, I was at a con that I was actually at. So whip, whip, continue your conversation so I don't have to think about that. So, I'm too busy laughing. We met at the, we met in Corpus Christi and Greg right. was wearing a kilt. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's dirty. That's dirty. I thought we were on the same page, man. Oh, Marcus. You play dirty and I like it, man. I like it. I'm here for it. Oh, my God. No, you don't know. Let's not do that. <laughs> so he signed the banner, Greg. He signed your yeah. banner. That's great. Yes, That's yeah, yeah. So we had a ten or fifteen minute conversation when Amy was not there. Right, <laughs> right. It was either food or I think it was either food or coffee. I'll I think honest. it was coffee. Yeah. yeah, I think it was coffee. Yeah, you must have been making the coffee run. And they did. They did have a line over there at that coffee. Place. Heck yeah! So it was good coffee. That's why. I like how you guys... tried to defend me with the coffee when honestly I don't even know where the hell I was. <laughs> I like. We're helping you out, Amy. Shush. <laughs> or you could have been over trying to get some of that barbecue. Oh yeah. no! I didn't yeah. get to try that. That. Oh wonderful. no! You didn't get to try any. No, it's not wow. wonderful though. Oh yeah, it was it was very very good. That's probably some of the best barbecue I've had uh, outside of the DFW area. Uh, period. You know. Oh and, really? Yeah, it was really good. I even told him, I said, "Hey man, I come back to Corpus. I'm coming to your spot, wherever your spot is." I said, "I got to find out where it is." I said, "So I can come to your spot because they had actually closed down when I went over. By the time someone came to tell me, I think it was Danny. Danny came to tell me, say, did you get any of the barbecue yet? I was like, oh. no, what barbecue? So when I walked around there, I got there, the guys were like, oh, sorry, man, we can't we can't cut any of the brisket because uh, we're saving it for tomorrow for da-da-da, this, this, and the other thing. And I went, oh. I said, oh, man. I said, I kind of hate that. And the the owner, the, the you know, uh, the guy with all the tattoos, mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember his name, good Lord. Uh, very muscular guy, had a lot of tattoos, bald-headed like myself, uh, talked with him, and he was like, no, nah, man, cut him some. Get him here. Get him this and get him this and get him this. Because uh, he played Borderlands. So he was familiar with Brick and the whole situation, and he was like, he hooked me up. So I'm like, this is really good, bro. Where's your spot? Because when I come back to Corpus, I'm coming to see you no matter what. <laughs> Bringing friends. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's. I feel like it, this should be more like that, man. I need a mm -hmm. spot like that in Brian. I have yet to, have yet to find that well, in my small town. Well, I need we have, we have our own pit in the backyard, so 
And Greg, I'm not, you I'm have like everything. Yet, you have well, like what do you expect? Thing. This is country out here. I know you live in the boonies more than I do, and I consider where I live in the boonies. <laughs> so I live in the suburbs. <laughs> Porter yeah. is a whole nother country. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. No. The only thing to do out in Porter is go to Walmart. <laughs> well, I mean, Walmart. I've been to a few towns like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, I, I think I my my original town that I was born and raised in is Palestine, Texas, East Texas. Ooh, yeah. And I drive through there all the time. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much kind of what it is now. It's, you know, the, the Whataburger, the Walmart, mm -hmm. uh, Kroger's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Perfect date spot, they're, right? They're right there together, too. They're all there together. <laughs> no, see, no. Mm -mm. You know that drive to go to, like, Midland? Um, mm -hmm. like Midland, Odessa, and like El Paso, and all that. There's nothing out there. <laughs> so, no, there's nothing out there. There's nothing, and I always say like the little small towns you go through there. I don't know why, but it gives me the hills have eyes vibe. So I like floor it through those towns because I'm just like I don't know what's gonna happen. I gotta like get out of this. I don't know. So small towns like that scare me. I have issues. Like I'm really discovering. I need to talk to someone. I've got some issues. So kilts and small towns so far. <laughs> but I live, I live in a small town though. Like that's the crazy thing, right? I so mean, you're scared all the time. No, I mean, <laughs> be fair. Twenty minutes gets you across my town, and twenty minutes with traffic. Okay, <laughs> to be fair, I'm just saying. But. We have one exit. Oh, I mean, I kind of, I mean, Brian only has one exit. College Station has more. Brian only has one, okay? To be fair, because it's Brian and then Boonville. I live in Brian, and mm -hmm. my, happening, my happening place is Target. And I've been temporarily banned there. I'm not What'd you do? Back. No, I'm not from Target. My husband banned me because I spent too oh, much oh. money there. So I, I can't go back. I can't go back there. Now, oh, but I can curbside pickup. I just can't go back inside. I get oh in, man. I get let me more. go with you. Let me go with I, you. Because Greg can take us. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know which one it's for, but favorite coffee flavor. Who is that? Is that We're for all everybody? gonna go silent. We are all went silent. Oh, is that a question? <laughs> is that is for that everybody? A, or that who's that I'm just gonna say everybody. Okay. Oh. Marcus, go first. Uh hot cocoa, chocolate, cocoa, hot cocoa. Oh. No coffee for me. Oh, uh, okay. Do you do like tea or just hot chocolate? I do tea and hot chocolate, uh-huh, but I don't do coffee. Okay. Okay. Uh -oh. I like a good tea. I like a good tea. Mm -hmm. And I would have to say for me, it would be the mocha i was gonna say you better and mocha sir tea though i do drink hot tea and i would say jasmine oh jasmine tea is the best i like jasmine tea but mm -hmm. i like it with sugar i like more tea with my sugar like to be fair so like bubble teas flavor teas i like yeah yeah those are good too the bubba teas those are good huh lizzie what's yours white mocha is my okay. favorite coffee white mocha Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys, this is hard for me. I have to pick one. You know, I go to Starbucks all the time and it depends on the holiday season. It <laughs> <is> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I sound so oh. sad. 
Oh my God. Mar Marcus, I have a story for you after she says this. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Okay, but because of the season that we're currently in, my holiday drink has gone. Okay. It was not yeah. the pumpkin spice latte. I am not that chick. I don't like anything pumpkin. So it no. was the chestnut pregnant latte. But because we're going to a new season, I got to kick it old school and go back to my old drink, which is a um, it's a caramel macchiato upside down. Is oh, um, but yes, <laughs> thanks for asking such a complicated question. <laughs> I had a okay, I, I, I have a question on top of that. So you said caramel macchiato, uh huh, upside down. What, what's the upside yeah. down part of that? I used to work at Starbucks. My gosh, that thing freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> they put um i'm pretty sure that all the coffee goes on the bottom and they put the cream and everything on top yeah and the expressibles first shake it yeah and then i usually oh. shake it so it incorporates where if it's just a caramel macchiato then it's like the caramel and the cream on the bottom and then the rest is coffee and so mm -hmm. it's like different colors and i'm i don't like that i like everything blended so i'm just like can we do it upside down and shake it so they hate to see me coming and it's pretty bad when the starbucks people when i pull up they're like hey amy how are you that's pretty bad, right? I just I have a problem. But they love and, me and it's okay. And if I'm on the yeah. phone with her, she mutes me. I do because Greg tries to place an order when I'm there, and so I mute him and I turn the volume all the way down and I don't tell him where I'm at because he starts yelling, I'll have a mocha. And they're like, What was that? What size? I'm like, No, he doesn't really want one. It becomes a whole thing, Greg. Greg, that would, that would be like that would be an hour drive just to get it to me. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't even be it, hot anymore. I would I would give it to somebody else. I would find somebody else. I would I would just be like, hey, does anybody want this mocha? That's what I would say. <laughs> I was just saying if it actually ever happens. But yes, I have to mute Greg. Greg's not allowed with me at the Starbucks drive-thru. He's awful. All right. So no kilts, no small towns, and no ordering mocha over the phone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. And most of the time when you call me, I'll probably be at Starbucks because I function off of off of that. And my kids do too. That's mm -hmm. so sad. They function off of their cake pops. Food is a good oh, thing. the cake pop. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't they don't get they don't get they don't get coffee, but they get their cake pops if they've been good. If they haven't been good, they don't get one. But Amy gets a drink, and then that really puts my kids in a tizzy, and it's not a fun car ride home. Ask Greg. It's not a fun car ride home. What, no cake pop for you? No, I don't <laughs> eat their food. Unless it's like a cheese Danish, that's pretty much it. I just want their coffee. I literally just hand them my money for their expensive coffee, but it's wonderful. So. <laughs> Fun times. Uh, Ooh, caramel and vanilla. Nice. Nice. That's a good mix. Yeah, I could dig it. Ooh. I could dig it. Oh, Amy, yeah. I know what you would love. A Snickers one. Mm, maybe. Snickers? One? Snickers? And then, well, if you go on TikTok, there, there's a lot of custom drinks, but they're like Snickers, Snickerdoodle. There's like all these flavors, but you got to like write down the recipe and give it to the barista because if you don't, they're not going to make it for you because they're, they're going to pretend they don't know what you're talking about. So you got to tell them. They, I know they can be so nasty sometimes. Oh man, but this guy goes to Dutch Bros. Man, I feel betrayed. I feel betrayed. I, <laughs> mm, I went there one time and I couldn't find anything I wanted. It was sad, but mm, no. What was yeah, the place like, that we went okay. to? The uh, Black mm. Coffee Company or Rifle Black, Coffee Black Company? Rifle? Oh yeah, Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Huh. 
they have good coffee. Mm -hmm. It's strong, but it's I good. I stay in my, my Starbucks bubble, you guys. I am loyal. I am a loyal Starbucks person. <laughs> just can't be. Sugar. I like so do I. So do I. I don't know. Maybe I have to go again. I got like a, I don't know. What was it? It's like a juice, lemonade juice thing. Oh, was, yeah. Refreshers. No, that was at, no, at Dutch Boys. I'm a, oh. I'm a loyal person, man. I just, I have a gold card at Starbucks and I get so many points and I can get a free cup. And so okay. I'm like, oh yeah, let's do this. You know, so that's, <laughs> it's not really a free cup. My husband's very, he likes to point that out. He's like, it's not a free cup, Amy. You spent how much money to get that cup? I go, it's a $20 cup and it's yeah. 400 points and I'm good. He's like, how much money did you spend? I said, it's a free cup in my mind. You're going to leave me alone. It's a free cup. Oh, hey. You're <laughs> he, he drinks right. that pumpkin spice. He's, so. an en he's an engineer. Yeah. He's really good at math and I'm not good at math. But if it has free on it, I'm like, yes, I'm there. So. Hey, speaking of free, you <laughs> might want to encourage your man to take you to Starbucks because you get free drinks. Like you go in, you get a free, um, I mean, you, you buy your drink and then you get a free refill. Yeah. What? They do refills? Because I'll bust <laughs> that thing in the parking lot and go back in. Like, I'm <laughs> oh, my oh, no, 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 no. Do you have to be inside Starbucks. Like, for example, if you walk in and you buy one first and you're like walking around and you want a refill, it's only certain drinks. But you can do that. But I have to be inside. Don't tempt me with a good time, girl. I'll go work there. I'll be like, hey, yeah, no, I'm working. Yeah, okay. That's a good excuse to hey. stay at Target for three hours. It's at Target too. Uh -huh. Really? Because my Target <laughs> won't let me use my points. They're not really nice. They're not nice there. <sighs> you tell them, I know you guys get free drinks after this drink. I will be back in 10 minutes. That that's a game. Yeah. That's with a game. my yeah. cup so I can get a refill. Right? Mm -hmm. Do they do that on hot chocolate? I think they do. You oh, have to do? look at their, um, you know, you know what, what they allow and their disclaimer, you know, you know, you yeah. know them. They're not going to let you have every drink, but there's a list of drinks you can have. Okay. Okay. I'll look. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time. I'll look into it. I can do that. <laughs> I'm going to grab my drink and run to the toy section, go to the Sonic section, <laughs> the electronic section. You've never been carded I've never been. Hmm. I haven't either. But it says it on my gold card, so that's probably why. I can't remember the last time I was carded. Oh, okay. Look, I have a funny story. <laughs> I can't about four years ago. When you're I was playing carded. That game. Really? You were mm -hmm. carded? Wow. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked at him. I was, but I was also clean shaven at the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And I was like, because I was clean shaven for a particular role, so I was like, "Well, thank you, man." I said, "Go ahead and take a look at that." <laughs> all right, appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Okay, I have a funny story for you guys because this happened. I feel like you guys are all gonna laugh at me, and that's cool because I'll laugh with you. So <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, my kids had school like pre-K, right? So I was like, okay, I need to go get all this stuff done that it's difficult to take them. So I went to the liquor store, okay, at one in the afternoon. Yes, I know, I know. Okay, I know, I already know. And I was the only person that wasn't an employee in specs, okay? So needless to say, I felt like the town drunk because I went to get my DiSerrano 
right? And I was like, oh, I need some Kahlua too. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get my DiSerrano, the velvet cream one. So I was like, yes, I totally want that. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I got my Kahlua and I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. And then, you know, <laughs> I saw everyone else that was coming in at one o'clock and I was like, wow, this really is like the drunk hour. Like this is when the drunks come in. So then I felt really, you know, out of place <laughs> and awkward. So I called my mom so I'd feel less awkward because I was still the only person in there. <laughs> my mom, I video called her and she was like, hi, you feel awkward, Amy, because you're the town drunk. Well, you need to embrace it, girl. It's okay. One o'clock, it's all right. I kid you not, their heads turned. And when the lady checked me out, she chuckled. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not really the town drunk. I'm just, I'm like, I don't have my kids with me so I can get this. I felt like I needed to explain myself, but I went to live at <laughs> one o'clock. Amy, 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 it's okay. There are a lot of people that go at one o'clock, twelve o'clock, all of that. Kind. You'll know you're the town drunk if you're standing outside before they open. Well, I'm not up there. No, I'm yeah, not. So, yeah. so if you ever get to that point, <coughs> then you can start thinking about maybe I might have a problem. Okay, okay, I like but, that. That's but, good. But if you're That's not standing outside scenario. waiting for them to open up. <laughs> you pull up before they get there to open up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel a lot better. But it was the way you said it, though. You was like, "Oh, it's one o'clock," and I feel like the time. It was the way you set up the story. It was like we all had a laugh, but <laughs> the way you set it up. I felt like I felt like it. I walked in. I was the only one. I was expecting to see like you know some other people. Right, mm -hmm. college stations, a college town. I was like, oh, maybe they're I don't know, gonna have beer or something. No, mm -mm, it was just me and all the employees in the red shirts when you enter, like turn and look at you. And that makes you feel even more bad. And then you have to walk by all of them to get what you want. You're just like, oh, I don't know. I felt very ashamed at one in the afternoon <laughs> getting liquor. <laughs> None of them said hi, Amy, right? No, they, <laughs> they didn't know my name. But I guess another bad part is I buckled in my liquor in the front seat. I buckled it in. So I didn't want it. I don't know. I didn't oh, want it to you spend that money. You Aww. don't want them to spill a break. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, that's what I was saying. And then yeah. I had to pick my kids up, so I picked my kids up with liquor in the car. So I really just didn't help the situation at all. And then when I unloaded, I waited until my husband got home to get the liquor out of the car, so I didn't unload my kids and the liquor. That would have been bad. But uh, that was that was my day yesterday. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic by any means, but I did bring my DiSerrano here with my mom, so I could Ooh. have one after the show but <laughs> there we go the real reason it's after the show you guys what? it's not in my starbucks cup by any means you know there is actually a podcast called drunk theory where they actually just start drinking at the beginning of the show and I keep know. going and going I and going i want to be on that show and their purpose is they get drunk while they talk about conspiracy theories oh yeah and oh, the they get time. blitzed. I mean, literally blitzed. Isn't that it's and on TV, right? They do have a YouTube, but I think oh. most of it they record. Silver's a cute character, by the way. <laughs> so, okay, wait, now, we have to figure this out. Okay, so Marcus, you said that you were the voice for one of the characters in Borderlands. Is that right? I Rick? am the voice of the character in Borderlands. <gasps> Okay. Yes. Okay. So I know the cover of Borderlands. I know a lot of people that are, you know, all about it. I've never played it, 
but it is a game I feel like I would mm -hmm. be in. Shame on you, shame on you, shame. I know, I'm so sorry. I haven't played it either. Don't feel bad. Shame on you too. Thanks. Thanks. I So at least I knew that, but I'm the the gamer one here. Mm -hmm. I used to play a lot. I was really having like Call of Duty and Halo a long time ago, like shit high up. school and stuff. Yeah, the more things I can blow up and uh, I don't know, nuke and annihilate really made me happy. It's I'm I have issues, but I. <laughs> I'm excited to kind of hear about it because I've always wanted to dabble into Borderlands, but then I had kids and I haven't had time to like go back into it. But how did you come into being the voice of it? Oh, okay. Um, so to tell that story, uh, I'm going to try to shorten it a little bit, um, but it is a rather, it's a rather. So originally um, when, I, uh, when I auditioned and I got cast, um, I got cast as another character in the original version of the game Borderlands. Uh, we had this whole big announcement and uh, these are the actors that are gonna be voicing these particular characters and you know so on and so forth, Gearbox and yada, 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 yada. And then like six months passed and then I got released and I got let go. Oh. I was fired. Mm. And um, uh, I, Disappointment is, you know, doesn't even describe how I was feeling. Um, but probably about another month or so, I get a phone call from my agent, from my mama Sylvia. And mm -hmm. she says, she says, hey, baby, you remember that uh, video game and you uh, were doing voices for? She said, well, they want you to come in and they want you to do another audition for another character that they're coming up with. I said, I'm not going in. I'm, what, who the hell do they think they are? I'm not going to drive and, and not going all the way in there and sit down and, and go all through this whole thing again. So, I, what time am I supposed to be there? <laughs> so, so, after I did all of that, then I prepped, got in the car, took off, drove into the studio. Went in, and when I got there, one of the, one of the producers was some of the original was still mm -hmm. there. And he was like, hey, Marcus, how you doing? Glad to see you. Shaking my hand and everything, introducing me around the room. And um, so they said, well, we got this new character and we immediately thought of you. And, and we just want you to go in here and just kind of lay down something for us for this new character. And he's like, he's like six, nine, maybe seven feet. We don't know, 310 pounds of muscle. And the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. And Ooh. he punches. <laughs> through anything and everything. And I was like, oh, sounds like me. I, so, <laughs> so I go in and they have a picture of Brick on the screen before I even lay anything out. And I put the headphones on and I go, hell yeah. yeah. And then I start laying out, you know, all of the tracks that they have for me. And in the original game, uh, Brick is more grunts and growls and you know, one word things, you know, one word sentences, three word sentences. Uh, it isn't until Borderlands 2 where uh, he really gets to develop and become the iconic character uh, that he has become, which I, I say that in the sense of I was doing another interview about three years ago, I guess now in Tulsa. 
and uh, the guy was asking me about my career and voice work and stuff. And I said, yeah. I said, well, I'm really kind of, you know, hoping at some point to get an opportunity to do a real iconic character that will stand the test of time and people will still enjoy and will, will, will want to continue to play the game or, or watch the animated movie, you know, whatever it is. Right. And he looks at me and he says, but you have. And <laughs> when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you're right. I guess I kind of have. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that you know, that was my whole way into brick. Um, I usually tell a more elongated story uh, when I do panels. When someone mm -hmm. asks that question uh, uh, with the the body lens, because when I do my panels, I don't sit down at the table. If it's my panel, if right. it's you know, if it's a collaboration, and you know, the others want to sit down. Uh, you know, then we sit down. I still might stand up, but if it's just me doing, uh, you know, uh, punch time, uh, uh, or if I'm doing uh, improv with the Fairy Punch Father, if I'm doing those two particular panels at any con, I'm up, I'm moving, I'm running around. So the stories get more interesting because of the body language and yeah. everything else involved, yeah. you know, within the stories. Uh, and you're I'll more do animated. Yeah, more, much more mm -hmm. animated. Uh, yeah. yeah no i get it that's i'm i'm similar in the sense except i'm more comfortable doing these kind of things in person i'm a very awkward shy person but you wouldn't know that you would not know that talking to me but i'm dying to know and then greg i'll give it back to you i'm so sorry but i want to know like how did you get into how did you get into you know voice acting and stuff was it just always been like a calling for you or is it something that one day you're just like you know what I'm going to try this. You know, I always love to kind of hear that question because it's different for everybody and everybody's journey was different into getting into voice acting. Okay. Well, um, again, uh, this goes back to mama seal. So I had signed with the agency, uh, and I think I had been there about two years, I think, and, you know, trying to break in doing commercial acting and doing, uh, you know, some television, I uh, hadn't done a lot of film work yet. And I had just come from doing stage. I've been doing, stayed since getting out of college. So one day in the agency, at Kim Dawson agency, um, I'm out in the hallway with some of the other fellow actors and we're out clowning, having a good time, telling jokes, doing voices, being loud. And Mama Seal is around the corner. In yeah, the no. office. So you didn't go in Mama Seal's office because you, were, you weren't invited in there. So right. while we were out there making noise in the hallway, she comes out with her hands on her hips and she looks dead at me standing in the doorway, points at me and says, gives me the principal finger. Gives me that. Oh, man, <laughs> come here. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't the only one out here making noise. I, why am I being the only one called? Why, why do I have to? She's still <laughs> doing this. She hasn't said a word. And oh, so man. she... <laughs> So I get up, I go in, I'm looking. You know how that look, you look back for your friends, like, y'all ain't gonna help me. <laughs> and of course they probably turned their head. Oh yeah, they were gone. So, uh, <laughs> they're out. Yeah, they're out. I go in and Mama Seal is, and, and you know, she's all a five foot nothing. But Mama Seal is the sweetest person. Uh, but I didn't know that at the time. So all I heard was, you don't, you know, you don't mess with Mama Seal. You don't, you know, because you go, she gonna handle business, so don't go in right. there messing around. 
And so she's standing behind this big wooden desk, and this desk is hitting her about right here. And she's flipping through her, flipping through her book and going through her papers. And she's flipping papers and turning the book. And she looks up at me and she goes back down to her book. She looks at me again. She goes back down to her book. And she looks and she puts her hands back on the hip again. And she says, why aren't you on our audio tapes, our voiceover tapes? I don't see you anywhere in our logs. Why aren't you on here? Mm -hmm. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know we had a voiceover tape. I didn't know I was supposed to be on it. I, nobody told me, so I, I didn't know. That, uh, so that was my answer to her. And she was like, she took out a pen, she wrote down an address. She's looking at me while mm -hmm. she's talking and she says, I want you to go to this studio, ask for this person, call them before you come. This is like on a Thursday. And she's like, by next Tuesday, no later than Tuesday, I want a demo reel back here in my office with uh, your voice on it, doing some commercial work. And she hands oh. me the slip and I walked out the door made the phone call, went to the studio, recorded and brought it back to her uh, no later than Tuesday. He <laughs> <laughs> made your deadline, I like it. <laughs> he did it that day. I did, I walked out and started making the phone call that day. <laughs> and, um, and so that led into me doing uh, commercial work, uh, voiceover commercial work, mostly radio, but I'd also done some voiceover work television wise. And I used to tell people a lot of times that you've heard me more than you've seen me because I was doing things for McDonald's and Zales and Slotsky's and Kroger, Dr. Pepper. You know, Wait a so minute. So you weren't in charge of that Mick tonight, were you? No, no, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't do that one. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> that <thing> scared me. <laughs> uh, churches, churches fried chicken. So you, like I said, you'd heard my voice uh, a lot of a lot of times on a lot of things, but you know, it's, it's voice work. So the face doesn't come with it. So nobody knows. Uh, but uh, that led to some video games, uh, which in turn led to Borderlands. Uh, and, you know, and all the Borderlands games that have followed and all the downloadable content that has followed. And hopefully the future games that are being talked about that are coming uh, as well as the downloadable content. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm giving a shout out and a plea now to the directors of the Borderlands movie. Ooh, Rick yeah, needs to be in the second Borderlands movie, and I am Brick. So, and and you're an actor because I've seen and you I'm an actor as well. Things. Get that you were in dope. Texas. You were in Texas. Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, yes. I'll get. Uh, I'll get it out right eventually. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's been in several different shows. You were in Walker, Texas Ranger? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Early oh, in my career, yes. Cool. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, and look, you're in, you're the voice of the character of, in the gaming community, it has to be one of the biggest games. It's up there with like Call of Duty and Halo. Like everybody mm -hmm. knows Borderlands. Like everybody wanted it. I remember the midnight releases and the lines being so long. Oh. I remember all of that. And so like it's definitely in the gaming community a huge game. And so to the gamers out there, you've made it. Like that's awesome. There's like yes, this yes. is amazing, right? <laughs> yes. So that's oh man, that's just so cool. And like the, how it all started, you know, is is just the coolest thing. Like I always love hearing 
people's stories, but Greg knows that's because I work with authors, so bleeds Yeah, in. we have to thank, we have to give thanks to uh, Mama Sylvia Gill, because uh, so Sylvia hadn't come and given me the principal finger out in the hallway. <laughs> uh, I may not be sitting here. <laughs> I love that. I love it. And you did it like that day, too. Like, Oh, I yeah, because you didn't play with Mama Seal. You didn't play with Mama Seal. No. <laughs> I, love oh. I strive to be like that one day. For it. Well, one thing I definitely wanted to ask is because I know voiceover for TV shows and computers or games is going to be completely different because you have a certain amount of time and you have a certain amount of space that you can use. Mm -hmm. So how was that with you? I mean, was it like the only two to three word sentences that made it possible or um let me make sure i'm understanding so are you saying in reference to what's it timing. difficult to do timing in the video games as yes. opposed to doing the commercials yes no not really no 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 not really not not at all this is a, really the timing factor in commercials um is a lot more difficult because you have that 30 seconds and out of that 30 seconds, you might have 17, 22, 25. It depends on what they're doing with um, music and sound effects. Mm -hmm. So you have a certain time to get that dialogue in, even though it's a 30 second commercial. Now, the situation may be that they've written more than 17 seconds or they've written more than 20 seconds are they written more than 25 whatever the time limit is you got to get that in there that's why sometimes commercials sound like man they rushed right through that i didn't hear anything they said <laughs> and, and then you want to replay it but you can't because it's radio <laughs> oh lordy so now you're listening i don't want to make sure i hear that commercial again so i can find out what they said and this is not even the guys that are qualified that speak really fast they do like mm -hmm. the legals on commercials. Like I've done some legals as well, mm -hmm. but uh, those guys are really artists. They're like, bam, and it's like done. It's said, and you're like, what? <laughs> I think those guys should be auctioneers. <laughs> yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So yeah, I mean, the 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 timing is there. It's kind of like doing anime now since I have uh, been blessed to be part of the anime world. As a matter of fact, I got some auditions I got to turn in here in the next 24 hours uh for uh, a new series uh that they sent to auditions from me thank you crunchyroll uh, i was gonna say it was it crunchyroll <laughs> it is crunchyroll yes um but um there. The, matching the flaps when you're doing anime uh is totally different from doing uh the video game because in the video game uh you have more creativity more leeway uh you're you're you know, you're spawning what the character is going to do for the first time. So mm -hmm. whatever the character is doing, matching the action, <clears throat> excuse me, that's that's you. That's you as the actor. That's your creativity and the direction of wherever the director is trying to take, you know, the scene. Uh, whereas with anime, you're matching the flaps. Uh, you're still going to listen to the director because the director definitely knows, the directors in anime definitely know their stuff. So they're going to get the best out of you to match what it is they need for what's already been laid out. Mm -hmm. So the timing, the timing is also critical uh, in anime as opposed to uh, 
again, the, the games, because in the games, you're it, you're creating it. So the, the, the games are, I won't say more fun, but more creativity involved in being an actor. Uh, whereas with anime, it's already laid out by fellow actors in Japan. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to match their energy. You know, if, if they're a real high energy character and you come in and you're not bringing that high energy, then, you know, you're failing as an actor. So you have to come in and match that high energy. Or if they're more laid back, you got to come in more laid back and match that kind of energy. Or mm -hmm. if they want you to come in and do growls for creatures or barks mm -hmm. for dogs or anything of, of that nature. Uh, I did one in uh, the series Kuma 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 Bear. Uh, where I was the Goblin King, and the Goblin King does nothing but growl and snarl and roar, and you know I got to go in and do that, <laughs> which was, you know, was crazy and creative, because I didn't have to really, I had to still match the flaps, but uh, you know, growling and roaring, you know, was rather rather easy. It's kind of my thing, cause Brit growls and roars a lot too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, um, so how do you like take I, care of your voice and stuff with that? Because like growling and stuff doesn't that take like a toll on your vocal cords and stuff. Yes, it it can. Uh, majority of the voice actors that do anime, because almost all anime is loud, and you're always screaming and yelling. Uh, there's hardly ever any real soft characters. There are some, but right. majority of the time you're up, over the top. Uh, so it's different things work for for different actors. Uh, you always want to keep some water around, uh, mm -hmm. and and drinking the water or drinking tea, as we talked about. I do uh, I do honey in my tea with lemon. Uh, sometimes just sucking on a raw lemon uh, <laughs> helps the vocal cords. Uh, there's also <laughs> singer spray uh, that I care. I have a bottle right there. You can't see it. But I can't reach it either because uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> but it's, it's right there that I keep hearing in my little home office. My because this area right here that I'm in right now is where I record. My little recording closet is right over here to uh, my right, uh, where mm -hmm. I go and record the auditions for things, as well as if I'm auditioning for uh, any type of film work. I got my blank wall over here to the left, <laughs> and I set up and I record here. So like right now, you're in my home, my little home studio and my interview room with my awesome. relaxing orange covered brown lazy boy <laughs> i love that i love that we all have our own special little place mm -hmm. now i was that's one thing i've always asked since the pandemic mm -hmm. did you prefer going to the studio or do you prefer now your home studio I, I i'm probably going to be in the minority on this i still like i would rather go to the studio you'd be surprised a lot of them have been saying the studio oh really mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean now i still like the availability because uh you know what it had opened up is that you know other studios outside the area that you can drive to are able to use you now for other things um, but, um, yeah, I, I do, cause I like going in and, and seeing people. I mean, that's mm -hmm. my thing. It's like, you know, I, you know, I see the engineer, I see the director, I see the producers, uh, interact with them, 
you know, I get to drive and, and be out for a minute, you know. So, yeah, I mean, but it's also cool to come up here and, you know, uh, still have on your sleep gear <laughs> and, and come up and, you know, go in the closet, close the door, lay down your tracks and come back out and go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's a highlight. You know, it's business yeah. from the waist up, okay? When you're doing video things and it's party afterwards. That's just how it goes. <laughs> now, we did interview a uh, voice director, uh -huh. Carl Carl Willems, I think his name was. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that he said that why he prefers the studio is because all the sound is the same. And when you get different locations, true, it's true. True. You have Very the true. different background background sounds. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, because most of the time I record late late at night, like you know, after midnight, mm -hmm. uh, you know, two, three in the morning, four in the morning, you know, before people start waking up and cranking up motorcycles and cars mm -hmm. and all of that, all that extra outside noise. You know, cause yeah. it'll, you know, it, you know, it'll sound different. So yeah, yeah. I had somebody start mowing their yard at seven thirty, seven forty-five this morning. Mm -hmm. I was about ready to shoot them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In the summer, man, most definitely. I'm always like, dude, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the I'm same sorry. grass at eleven thirty. You I'm, cut it out. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to unload my clip in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amy's like, no, Greg, no. no we go. I had one guy mow his grass at like 10 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Oh. What the hell is he mowing? Because he can't see nothing. He had a little headlamp on, you know, his little headlamp. But it was so hot during the day. Like, it was like shit. so hot in the summer during the day. So he mm -hmm. would mow it at like 10 o'clock at night. Well, I mean, I see I'm a night person, so I can see that. Like sometimes I'll watch the car, I'll go to the car wash at night, you know, and watch the car as opposed to going in the day because it's, you know, it's hot. But yeah. uh, mowing the grass is one I don't think I've ever done and probably won't do. I know. Well, doing, doing a car wash is a little bit different because you're not next to somebody's home. Right. True, true, true. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I don't, I mean, I know because I was awake, but I mean, I also got it too because it was like 150 during the day. So, yeah, true, true, true. I uh, totally, like, I feel you, man. I get it. Us, us damn Texans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Florida's a little worse than us, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got alligators. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. Now that you said alligator, I'm going to be hungry. No, Man, look, we are going to New Orleans. We are going to New Orleans. Look, I come up it. from the studio and I go back to the house, and there's an alligator on my front porch in front of my front door that's not going to let me go in. Florida's worse. Yeah, just that aspect alone. <laughs> You don't, you don't know you're going outside, you're going to jump in your pool, and you look down in your pool, and there's an alligator at the bottom of it. Uh-uh. No, no, no. no oh, no. no. no I, I can see that. I can see those issues. No, yeah. see, yeah. 
No, you will mm. never find me backpacking or camping in Florida. Mm. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I love Florida. I've been there. I've had enjoyable times. But just in the same respect, I was at the resort and looked out across the golf course. And guess what was walking across it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. No, have any of you guys watched um, Naked and Afraid? Do you guys watch that? I I love to laugh at that show, so that's why I watch it. No, okay. Well, anyways, there was a Naked and Afraid episode, okay, uh-huh. that took place in Florida when, like, one of the hurricanes was going and stuff, and they were, like, in the swamp part of it, and it was so hot and all this stuff. It's like he had duct tape and everything, but, like, they took them back after the hurricane came through, right? They still had to try to survive their time. There was a gator, like, all up in their campsite. Mm-mm, my ass would be gone. I'd be like, I ain't no amount of money. One, worse, you know, me being naked on TV. I ain't got time for that. Or out in the wild. Do you know what's going to bite you? No, that's why I watch the show. But two, a gator, my ass is gone. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> I'm out. There is no amount of money for me ever that's going to... Uh, risk my life for a gator. Mm-mm. No, but you should you should watch Naked and Afraid. It's hilarious. Just say. <laughs> Actually, do I do know people that will go and hunt gator? That'll go hunt the gator. Okay, yeah. well, um, I'll watch them. Yeah, face <laughs> face And I'll applaud them when they come back with the gator if they come back. Mm. I forgot about that. There was a baby gator at the coffee shop out here. What? Yep. Now you live in the bonies, okay? The swamp. It's actually, baby. New Caney, the other town just north of us. Mm-mm. But you that said a baby one gator. exit. Yeah, it was. It was about. Uh-uh. about what was a foot long? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, it was Aww. actually underneath a truck. Look, you said, oh, oh, nothing. Yeah. No. It's still strong enough to bite off a finger. My ass is out. Well, this is, like I said, this is country. And yeah, of course, is. there was somebody that went to get it immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, they took it home as a pet? No, no. Well, they he, actually put, he actually put it in the ditch where it could go back into Yeah, into put it back the out in the wild somewhere. Put it mm-hmm. in the water somewhere. Here, you go that way. I'm going to go this way. <laughs> three and a half feet? It was what? three and a half feet to three feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a kid then. That wasn't no baby. Yeah, was a toddler. It was oh a toddler. My goodness, I cannot. Wouldn't I can't with y'all? Like, mm-mm, no. If I, mm-mm, I would scream. <laughs> I would scream bloody murder just now. And, and oh, that was the local. That was the local coffee shop. No one had issues with it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know Amy's afraid of gators. Because of gators. No. Whatever. <laughs> Pilts are still awful. Okay. So they're still number one. I would rather, like, what is it, gator wrestle than to have to deal with a kilt. Okay. I'm paying to see that. <laughs> An alligator. <laughs> I'm just going to run around from it. I'm just going to run from it. <laughs> I'm going to climb in high. <laughs> That's the extent of that. Okay. Don't, don't get too excited. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your money. I was like, look Ugh, at your mother. Good. See how she's running? <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> Don't stand still. <laughs> no. Oh, Lordy. Goodness. No. 
What about Gators wrestling in a kilt? There you go. Oh my gosh, we don't need this. We don't need that visual. Okay, I hope that they'd be wearing something underneath to protect themselves. I don't know. So the Gator is wearing the kilt. Is that right? No, she's saying the people wrestling the Gators are wearing kilts. They need more interesting if the Gator had the kilt on. That would be a lot better for Amy. Amy would watch that. Not the people in kilts. I just because then I want to know who put the kilt on the gator. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> true. True statement. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is that person? No. I'm going blind mentally. No kilts in wrestling. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Thank what about, you. What He's, about my Rowdy? He's my what, what about Rod Piper now? Come on. Roddy Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Piper. I don't yep. know who that is. He's that was a wrestler. He's an iconic wrestler. Yes. I'm, he passed he's away. Like, uh, yeah, he passed he, away, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He's like, um, like you would put him there with The Rock and The Undertaker. And <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, and uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. You put him in with all of those guys. Uh, yes, he yeah. was a big opponent okay. of Hulk Hogan, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Okay, okay. This is an alligator. You're not scared of that, are you? <laughs> I'm so over all of y'all. I'm over all of y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm all of y'all. I'm over. No, <laughs> that would no be wrestling. I guess oh, I've been officially adopted now since she says she's over all of us. Yes. <laughs> so that includes me. That, that's, a good, that's a good thing. Then. That means, that means you've you made it. You were that family. means your family. Yeah. <laughs> the moment you came on and weren't afraid to go tip for tat with me, you became family. That goes a long way with me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to ask, mm-hmm. is there any conventions that you're coming up with that you can announce? Like I, like I was saying uh, earlier, um, I have so far uh, nothing. Uh, I have a great agent, Wendy Powell of Powell Talent. I have a great agent. It's just um, nothing is popping for me right at this particular moment. Uh, but I know Wendy, and I have faith in Wendy. So I know that you know, you know, it could be next month, and she already have three for me all of a sudden. But as of right now, I have nothing going on. Well, all you convention owners who are going to be watching this show afterwards, if you're not <laughs> already watching. There you go. And you even know who to contact now. Mm-hmm. So get them hooked up. Yes, please. I I, I love uh, going to cons. I love meeting people. Uh, I enjoy interacting with people. Um, it, it's fun uh, because one thing I learned at a, the, um, I went to the uh, con in the Dells in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kalaska. Kaloska? Yes, Kaloska. Yeah, Col- North. <clears throat> mm-hmm. North. And um, one thing I learned there, I had a great time. Uh, snow on the ground, it was cold, it was like zero, mm-hmm. negative one, and negative three. <laughs> Ooh. I'll stay here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but it was it was great. The people were wonderful. Uh the Fantastic Four Chicago, shouting out to you. You guys know who you are. Uh, Mad Moxie, you know who you are. 
and the Cola Crusader, who's on his <laughs> way to Hawaii as we speak. He should already be there by now. He came nice. through Dallas today catching a flight on his way to Hawaii. He said he wanted to watch tonight, but he was on his way to Hawaii. <clears throat> but these guys, oh, sorry, and Mew and Blue as well. Can't forget Mew and Blue. Uh, <laughs> these these guys were really great. They made me feel at home. Uh, it wasn't just, hey, we want to come to your, you know, your panel and you know and see what's good. They're like, hey, can we hang out later? Can we talk? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And it was really eye-opening for me because uh, some of what we talked about was how my character uh, in Borderlands Brick affected their everyday normal lives. Because when I step in the studio and when I get in front of the mic, I'm thinking about being on point, uh, being in the character, doing my job, elevating my character, and entertaining the gamers that are going to be out there playing. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking mm -hmm. about, am I making this particular person feel safe because they're in an abusive relationship? Or I'm not thinking about the fact that this person uh, has very low self-esteem and now because they're playing the game and playing with Brick or any one of the other characters, it has elevated their self-esteem, you know? And now they feel more confident about going out into the world and letting the world see their talents. I'm not thinking about those things when I step into the studio. However, talking with these fans, these slabs, they educated me. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to see it differently. And all I could think of what to say to them was, you know, thank you for opening my eyes to that. Because when I go in, I'm still gonna be thinking, I gotta be on point, I gotta elevate my character. I got to be entertaining for the millions of gamers that are play this game. But I'm also thinking now who's going to relate to my character and on mm -hmm. what level are they going to relate to my character? Because I've had people reach out to me uh, on different levels of, you know, some of the things that I was just saying, some of it has to do with mental health. Some has, has it to do with identity. Some of it has to do with confidence. Uh, and, and some of it has, you know, to do with, with uh, you know, unfortunately, abuse. Some of it has mm -hmm. to do with um, they've been diagnosed with, you know, cancer. And their way yeah. of coping was playing the game or playing with brick, you know, uh, you know, or playing with Tiny Tina or playing with Mordecai or playing with Lilith or playing with Roland, you know, mm -hmm. or any of the other several characters out there. But I've had those that, you know, come to me and say, hey, you know, I was diagnosed with this and that and I felt like, you know, I wasn't going to make it and I started playing this game and I latched on to your character, Brick, you know, and I've been a big fan and now I'm cancer free, you know, yes. those kind of things. So, you know, you don't you don't think about, but they're out there, yeah. you know, they're, they're out there. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. I can relate. Because mine is similar, but with Sonic and Sega. Because uh -huh. I'm a brain tumor survivor. And recovery was not easy because they gave me two weeks to live, survived it. 
recovery was hard and I was dealing with bullies in school. I had to learn everything over again because I was mm-hmm. 11 years old. And when you're 11 years old, you're a girl, you know, you're starting to become a young woman. So things are changing. And now you have to learn everything you learn as a baby over again, walking, talking, using your hands. My self-esteem was so low. My hair was shaved off. I was really chubby. And playing the games on the Sega Genesis helped me. So mm-hmm. when it was Sonic the Hedgehog, that really helped me with recovery, with um, rebuilding my confidence, um, you know, in, in similar ways. So I can definitely relate. I think that is wonderful to hear. I'll definitely check out Borderline. I mean, Borderlands and check out your character because that's that, that that would be wonderful because I want to relate to more to more gamers who have similar situation so we can all get together and be like wow this character meant a lot to me this is what he did or she did or this game did you know i think Mm -hmm. that is wonderful Mm -hmm. it really is i really wish more voice actors like you knew and understood how much the character you're playing means to your fans Mm -hmm. because um you know you touch us in a special way because I was alone after my surgery. I didn't have any friends. I was bullied because I stuttered really badly. Cause you know, you're in, you're in recovery. You, you can't help it. You're in recovery. My hair is shaved off. My, I'm, I'm chubby. Everyone thinks, ew, she's diseased, gross. Don't, don't talk to her. Right. And all I had was Sonic. And I think it's wonderful to, to, to hear that a lot of your fans lo- loved your character and that character meant a lot to them. I think that that's wonderful. I'm con- I'm continuing, continuing to learn that. And and what, you know, like I was saying, I was in the Dells and um, one of the particular young ladies, she came up to me and told me about how playing Brick helped her uh, just come through something that she was going through that was very difficult for her mentally. And playing with Brick allowed her to come through that. And she wanted to share that with me. And she... I talked to her on Friday, I talked to her on Saturday, and then Sunday, right before we were getting ready to leave, she said, can I talk to you for a minute? And pulled me over to the side, and then she explained to me all there was. And all I could do, you know, was be thankful that she was willing to share that with me, mm-hmm. and, you know, and let her know that, you know, no matter what, you know, we're gonna always be friends, and we're gonna always be cool, you know, mm-hmm. no matter how this goes. And, you know, and wherever I am, you are, you know, and, you know, don't ever hesitate if I'm somewhere and you see me and I don't see you, you better come up, give me a hug, come up, talk to me, you know, slap me on the back of the head, say, why don't you speak to me? Whatever it is. <laughs> the gift <laughs> you know, slap. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, you know, we, we're bonded right now, you know, this is the way it's going to be. And I feel that way about a lot of my fans, you know, that I call them, you know, the Borderlands family. Uh, this, of course, they're slabs. Uh, but it's kind of, uh, you know, it's really kind of eye-opening again, you know, and, and it wasn't, the deals was just the latest, but, you know, there have been uh, some that have reached out to me uh, all the way from San Diego. What's going on, Lily Slab? Uh, you know, where, you know, this young lady was, you know, she was, you know, in an abusive relationship and playing brick helped her to be strong and helped her to get out of that abusive relationship. You know, I don't think about things like that, but that was how it related to her and helped her. And she and I are very, very close. Uh, talk to her pretty much every day as far as Instagram is concerned. Uh, <clears throat> she tunes in on uh, 
on our streamcast. I call it a streamcast, but streamcast broadcast with mm -hmm. uh, Major Attaway or I play Major on Twitch that we do. And we have a lot of a lot of uh, fans, Borderlands family, mm -hmm. tune in from all over the world. I had no idea I had a large following in uh, the UK until I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'll hopefully someday I'll, I'll have an opportunity to go over and mm -hmm. actually meet some of my fans over there uh some of the borderlands family face to face uh, that would but, be awesome yes it will, it will i have actually been uh a part of i was a online judge for uh uh <laughs> cosplay contest that uh some of the fans developed and they had and they made me an online judge and it was a great cool. experience and it was in uh let me make sure i say it correctly birmingham in the uk in birmingham mm -hmm. and not birmingham but birmingham uh <laughs> because when i first reached out to me and i i was reading because it spelled exactly the same mm -hmm. so i'm thinking automatically birmingham alabama uh -uh. yep <laughs> not, I not even yep. close <laughs> I definitely would have done the same. But two things from Tinsel. Video games hey, Tinsel. help me run. Tinsel B. Merriweather, what's going on, sweetheart? Yep. Even though I'm wheelchair-bound, I'm Destiny 2 player, and video games help me run. So that's pretty awesome to hear. And then, of course, Brick of Clay is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, we got to get you, you guys go. on there. We'll have to get you guys on there at some point. Oh, yeah, just, for sure. Yeah, because what we do, this is what we do. A major and I, Brick of Clay, uh, Major plays Clay in Borderlands 3. And I, of course, <laughs> play Brick in all six of the games, Borderlands games, and six to eight downloadable content. So we we got this idea. We were doing a panel together in Chicago mm -hmm. at uh, mm -hmm. Midwest. Chicago at, uh, uh, what is it called? Anime Midwest, Midwest. Games? yeah, Anime Midwest. Cool. And okay. While we were there, we were doing our panel. One of the guys said, "You know, uh, you guys should do you guys should do a podcast." And we were like, "Yeah, we, we probably shouldn't." And someone else said, "Yeah, you should call it Brick of Clay." And we were both like, "Yeah, Brick of Clay." And then another another fan said, "Yeah, Brick of Clay, the mortar that holds Borderlands together." And we were like, "Oh, we." <laughs> like that's it right there we we got this so we we came back and major lives in new york and i of course am in texas uh but we we uh try to put it together and we usually do it tuesday nights uh and sometimes thursday nights um like we're going to do a thursday night tonight so mm -hmm. he'll play the video game whatever video game he chooses to play um some a lot of the times it's one of the borderlands variations or it could be Spider Spider Man and the Spider Verse. It could be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It could be Halo. It could be whatever. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> could be Call of Duty. We're playing whatever Smash Brothers. And while he's playing, we entertain questions and and talk about you know a lot of what we've been talking about. And that's kind of mm -hmm. like you know what our our streamcast slash podcast is about. So we're working toward bringing on uh, guests. And have the guests jump in with us. So we've had uh, we've had Joel Joel McDonald from uh, Gearbox. He's yeah. been on. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Butts, uh, the great voice actor Bill Butts, has been on. And so we're working toward getting Brian Massey and 
uh, Danny and and uh, Barry and Dale and you know and like I said and you guys uh, you know we we want to start getting more and more people and I think we had Marcus Lloyd on as well yes I do the Roland who played Roland Marcus Lloyd played Roland so Sweet. so we're 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 uh, we're trying to evolve like you Greg <laughs> <laughs> you know for for. We're not even two years old yet, so I think we're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yes. we've been at it what six months, I guess now, because that was back in July. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was mm-hmm. when we got the idea was in July. So nice. we started about a month or so after that. Nice. But so I you do, guys, I have to go feed um, my kids at some. Um, point. I have to feed my kids, but Marcus. <laughs> I'm excited for me and you to meet in person one day, Greg. Okay, Greg. Greg, that's on you. Excited because it's going to happen. It's on Greg. It's on Greg. Well, well, you do know we do own our own convention. I mean, we might be full for year one, but there is always a year two. (laughs) All right, mark me down. Put me down. down. Nice to meet you. This has been so much fun. I hate that I have to get off, but if I don't get off, my kids are going to starve to death. So I have to feed them. Yeah, got to feed um, yeah. Crazy thing, right? Yes, definitely. Thing, I can't wait. But bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Be careful on your on your hiking and and good luck on going to Hawaii. Bring us back some sand. Bring us back. <laughs> I know. I will. I will. Bye, you guys. Bye. But I do want to thank you for being on. I know we oh, definitely bad. we've definitely gone over an hour, and if you have another show. <laughs> I don't know what time you start that, but well, we're kind of <laughs> seeing. That's the thing. We're kind of still, you know, molding our format because we started doing Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started doing Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. The problem is, we're both actors. Mm-hmm. You know, we're both actors and voice actors. Mm-hmm. So when we get something, gotta... yeah, it's it's either we don't do it that week and we have to apologize to the fans, or we have to do maybe on a Thursday night. You know, if we can get that into the schedule, and yeah. if we can't, then it's another week. So, you know, I, I think Major's actually listening, and if not, he, he may be finishing up uh, an audition that he was doing earlier today. Uh, so he knows I'm coming. So sometimes he starts without me. He'll just start streaming while the game play until I join in, and then when I join in, I get in and and we start answering questions and laughing and and uh joking and exploring things so yeah no i'm good i'm good i'm good (laughs) i'm good my man knows uh because like i said he's he's he was the in case you don't know major attaway uh was the genie on broadway in aladdin Uh for four years yeah Mm -hmm. very nice that's what propelled him to move to new york he had a gig (laughs) he had a long time running gig (laughs) <laughs> he's not live yet <laughs> he's not live yet yeah tinsel yeah. b would know because tinsel b is like one of our regulars uh she she, she is a you know, wonderful person and she's always there if look if no nobody else show up tinsel b is gonna be there <laughs> awesome awesome what's the name of the podcast again and or the on twitch where people can on go twitch, and look it up uh i played major and it's called a brick of clay. A brick of clay. Okay. A brick, a brick of clay. Of clay. Mm-hmm. That way, some of our listeners can go check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, we it's just kind of a relax, you know, kind of like you guys. So it's kind of a relaxed format. And on the screen, you're going to see uh, myself and Major and whatever guests we may have. And then <laughs> while that's going on, Major's going to be playing whatever uh, he's. It was supposed to be. <laughs> it was we haven't gotten there yet. It was supposed to be he was going to play one week and I was going to play one week, and but it's pretty much become major plays. And <laughs> I had the commentary. <laughs> you, it's whatever works, in all honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know, I know that there's other streamers out there, and it's like I tell everybody: look, our our audience is organic. We're not going to pay for followers. We're just going to keep it straight up exactly. organic. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to lie to people. Because it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like you're lying, saying, "Look, we have this many followers." Like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no. I'd rather you say, "I'd rather say, hey, we have this many followers." It's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of times people will say, "Why don't you have this amount of followers on your Instagram or this amount of followers on your YouTube channel?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "This is this is just who I have," you know. I'm kind of like you. I'm not. I don't feel the need, at least not right now in my life, to try to pay for bots to say that I got this elevated amount of people following me. Yeah. And not saying that you know everybody you know that it's all <coughs> bots, but that's what yeah. I keep hearing. So you know, I just yeah. rather continue to meet people at cons, uh, meet, meet exactly. some of the people on my on my YouTube channel. Which, by the way, that's Marcus M. Malden on YouTube. So you can come check that out. Just put in my name, Marcus M. Malden, and I will show up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah, just like meeting people and you know, conversating, going on you know, podcasts like yours, uh, <laughs> which uh, you know, some people will come in and tune in that have never seen me or know anything about me, and they'll be like, eh, maybe I'll take a look and see what this guy's about. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they might go have fun and say, hey, you know, I'm going to do this constantly now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. It's like, that's why I go to, not why I go to conventions. I go to conventions because I enjoy them. But when I go as media, I'm definitely handing out the business cards, mm-hmm. letting people know, hey, this is what we do. We're here. If you're interested, follow us, subscribe. Yeah, because let me tell you, uh, audience, that that Greg was real cool with the whole situation. He was like, so he's like, hey, yeah, I got this show. And he was speaking real soft. He's like, I got this show. We really like to have you come on if you know if you like to. So I was like, this guy's so laid back. I gotta go on the show. He's like, <laughs> he's just so cool with it. Just like, yeah, this is how we do it. You can come on and do it with us, or you don't have to if you don't want to. It's uh, totally up to you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, Greg, yeah, sure, man. What's give me the card? What's the, let me let me get this. And we've been back and forth because I was originally supposed to come on as one of the closing shows of the year of 2022, but the part-time job was coming in with then I was doing some uh one-day appearances as well to the end of the year. Uh, because I do I do do those as well. And if I get a uh a store that's uh, not necessarily a chain store, but they want me to come in for one day to sign autographs. So it's not like a con, yeah. but maybe a mini con, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I had a few of those. So I was going back and forth with the Greg's like, hey, you know what? Something came up and I'm going to end up 
this they want on this day and and greg was like well that's cool don't worry about it we'll get you yeah, in on this day or this day or this day okay <laughs> and greg gave me so many choices i was like greg you can choose whichever one you want to win. Like, you know you go ahead and you choose you tell me what's right for you and i'm thinking like i have no idea uh, uh, how about this day or this day? <laughs> well, that's the thing, because we never know. Like, do you have shows on certain days? Do you have? And so we try to actually schedule our shows around voice actor shows and, or conventions, because we know yeah. we know it's hard. We know that there's a travel day, which mm -hmm. is probably why most of our mm -hmm. shows are on mm -hmm. Thursday. Yep, it's usually Thursday. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Which I've done some. I'm like, I have my phone. And I'm sitting in the hotel room, and <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, let's. And actually, we've even done. Uh, uh, we did. Um, Major and I did uh, a brick of clay while we were while you and I were in a, uh, were in uh, Corpus. Corpus. Yes, because we had Ooh. Jim Ferranda on uh, that night because Jim was there for the con, and I was down in the lobby uh, of the hotel on brick of clay with Major. And Jim came down and I said, hey, Jim, come here, Jim, come here. And we put, <laughs> we put Jim on. So Jim became a part of the impromptu brick of clay that particular, well, that was Friday night. That was mm -hmm. Friday night before we we uh, jumped in on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. like I said, we're still all over. We're still trying to, you know, figure it out. So we've actually been on Tuesdays, on Thursdays, and on Fridays. Uh, it's actually hard because I think I think I tried hitting all three platforms at the same time and mm -hmm. Facebook of course grew up blew up fast but YouTube is slowly moving up Twitch slowly moving up so it's not really a level platform I found out and mm -hmm. it, it drives me a little bit insane because I like everything being level but mm -hmm. right. so you, you just got to really go with the flow. Right, right. Don't, don't let the mentalities get to you. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. And, and I'm good at that. Let's see, what do we got here? You had to sit separate because your mics were too close. I remember that. Uh. Yeah, yeah. You can't get those mics being too close and you get that echo. Or that squeal. Oh man, there were a couple of times when my uh, so like when I set up and I'll put up, so I'll put on the screen on the TV screen. I'll put mm -hmm. the Twitch up on the screen so mm -hmm. I can see the questions coming in, mm -hmm. and uh, while you know when Major's playing, and uh, there have been a couple of times where the internet decided it doesn't want to work, so Ooh. my screen will be I can hear everything but can see nothing. Ooh. And it's just like, you know, I have to back out and go back and back out and go back and back out. And, you know, and 30 minutes in the show, then my screen might clear up and then I got enough internet going or I get everything, but I'm still like seven seconds behind. <laughs> I hate that delay. I really do. Yeah. And I've had it and it's like the lips are a little bit off and it's like, mm -hmm. ooh, mm -hmm. ooh. <laughs> it's like watching a bad anime. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I have to I have to look at the screen and then look down here at the computer or the phone and go, okay, that just already happened. So I need to look here and do this and to, to try to 
you know, be on in sync. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just gonna say about that delay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, the first time we did it, it the whole echo thing, mm-hmm. it, it was bad because, but that was on me because I had gotten a new Bose earbuds mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. trying to use those because mm-hmm. I was in the car driving at the time. So I was on my way back to the house. The very first show we did, I was out and I was trying to get back. So I put in, you know, the new technology, the wireless earbuds. And yeah, mm-hmm. it was echo all over the place. <laughs> we we had a, I would not suggest driving while you're doing a podcast. We actually had a convention promoter on the mm-hmm. show who was driving from Houston to Austin, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And you actually hear him say, holy crap, and his screen, his screen oh, goes wow. blank. He didn't get into an accident, but it's like, you know, you might not want to drive while you do this. Or if you oh, do yeah, drive, I wouldn't, I wouldn't you do drive, phone, I was just listening. It, it was a little bit of back and forth. And it's, mm-hmm. well, I think it was the other person was actually moving over into his lane too. So oh, it made crap. It. Yeah, that's not fun. So yeah, we've that, almost that, had that, one accident on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm safely inside, so no accidents here. (laughs) This is true. This is true. I don't think we're going to have any major earthquakes yet, so we're still good. No, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I've been in in one before, so, uh, and it was a small one, but, you know, have never been in one and then be in one. uh, Yeah. (laughs) This is what's hilarious. I was stationed in the Navy and I was in California. Every time we went out to sea, there would be an earthquake, so I never felt one. Mm-hmm. Now I lived in Georgia for a couple of years, and they mm-hmm. actually had one in South Carolina that I felt in Georgia. Felt Georgia. <laughs> wow. And, and it was like, wow. So this is an earthquake. This is and earthquake. this is and this is what really makes it interesting because earlier that day we we're walking around the yard, checking everything out. And deer were actually running in broad daylight. So the animals were actually told us before it happened. We just didn't sink it into our head that that was what was going to happen. Speaking of deer, okay. So I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, Blue Ash, mm-hmm. uh, Ohio. And I am shooting a movie called The Pope drops in uh, in Ohio and it's a comedy um, mm-hmm. and I play the Pope so and it will be released sometime here probably in the next couple of three months on Tubi so look for that so okay. I'm off one day not shooting that day so I have uh, uh, Mike Merkler has given me a company car to drive around thank you Mike Merkler uh, executive producer uh, mm-hmm. So Mike gives me his car to drive around. So I'm out driving around, just trying to kind of seeing things. It's like, oh, wow, you know, this, oh, that. So I'm driving down like the main strip of the road going back into into Blue Ash. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving. And as I'm driving, I'm coming to a red light. And I'm, you know, applying the brakes and let's stop at the red light. And as I stop at the red light, all of a sudden, to my left comes a deer, and this deer is bounding across. <laughs> I'm like, 
what just happened? What kids <laughs> just it's just just bound like on a cross. But we're like, okay, he stops, so it's time for me to go. And he goes right on across and goes into the park and then stops opening the park. And, and I'm watching him, and then the car behind me blows because I'm still looking over here at the deer that's over in the park that just crossed in front of me in broad daylight, like at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, what just happened? So mm -hmm. that was my deer experience in Ohio. <laughs> Most of the time around here, they, you know, it's close to dark and they're trying to get across here yep. and they're out and boom and they're gone and you don't see them. But he bounds across and then stops in the park. Like, you going to take my picture or, you know, because I'm, I'm right here next to, next to the swings. Uh, I'm, my here. Picture. I'm yeah, here. I'm right here. I'm here. Deer distracting. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> the dad jokes now. Come on. Let's uh -oh. get some dad jokes. Not the dad jokes. <laughs> Mom Mirella. She, she's also a fellow podcaster. Okay. Hello. But nature is very interesting how it reacts mm -hmm. to everything. It's like sometimes you are very surprised. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like, because deer, like you said, are normally evening or early morning. Mm -hmm. They're not during the day. Yeah, They're usually bedding down. The they're usually bedding down, cooling off. And then at night, depends on the moon if they're out and about, mm -hmm. usually. Because I've seen deer early morning, right before sunrise in, in L.A., you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, here in Texas, in the East Texas, you know, just at that dusk time, you know, they're bounding across, going this way, going that way, you know. But 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, come on, man. Like, yeah. You, you want your picture taken. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. But we do have Fan Expo tomorrow. We're going to be leaving bright and early. Okay. Yeah. I do want I do want to thank you for being on our show. We will definitely have to have you on again. And we'll yes. Please do. Please do. Please do. And I'll definitely want to get on yours and enjoy that. That would be Most fun. definitely. So we will definitely be keeping in contact with you. Okay. And everybody, we will be, like I said, Fan Expo New Orleans this weekend. Hopefully, we'll get some good interviews. We'll get some good pictures. We'll get everything going. I know I haven't done a live at a show in a while. I've been mainly taking pictures. So hopefully, we'll get the lives going back mm -hmm. again for the show. New season. We've changed our logo. I hope everybody likes it. We got rid of the skull and crossbones, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Our, yeah, I do like the, the purple and, and the light blue. Yeah, that's that's nice, man. Because I was texting, I was like, now what should I put? Oh, never mind, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new video. I'm going to be working on the video a little bit more, probably adding a little bit more motion to it, maybe get some different pictures of us. Who knows? There, there's a lot we're working on this year. Hopefully going to make it a better show. And again, Marcus, Rick, the Slab King. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being Thank on. You, and everybody, next weekend or next Thursday for the con hour, we have Larry Kenny, who was the voice of Lion O from Thundercats. So that's yeah, what yeah. yeah. So everybody, and I have three conversations next week. 
with some great authors coming up, two on Tuesday, one on Thursday as well. Until next show, adios.